This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The answers on Nickel or Dime on BetQL Daily. Welcome back. BetQL Network, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you. It is BetQL Daily, of course, presented by BetMGM. And that music threw me off a little bit. We haven't heard that in a while, Aaron. A nickel or dime? I'm excited for this. We're going to play some It's because Joe Ostrowski is not here. Paul Aspen thought, you know what? This yeah. is our opportunity. We could actually get one done. He puts a lot of work into these, so... Yeah, yeah, you know what? I kind of miss those days where Paul would, 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 you know, put it in our rundown, like, you know, five or six or seven topics for for Nickel or Dime. And then every week we would just, you know, we'd go to hell. And then basically he would stop doing it because it was wasting everyone's time because of Joe. It was great when Kyle Lowry finals MVP was in there for like two months. (laughs) Would you you still bet it now? (laughs) It was in there for a long time. So, you know, based on those developments, confession, I may like... Jake was like, or what are you guys was like? Yeah, Nickel or Dime coming up in 20 minutes. I was like, oh, got to make up some topics. So that's what I did about 10 minutes ago. So now okay. we're good. Sounds good I, to me. I have All right, stuff that can throw us off the rails if we get through these quick anyway. So we my, my yeah. brain was turned into soup yesterday, and we can get to that. But we'll start with the actual Nickel or Dime. So let's do that. Man, yeah. that music will give you whiplash. It's been so long. <laughs> All right, first one starts in the NBA. Would you rather go the nickel on the Cavs to win the East at 18 to 1 or the dime on the Celtics to win the title at 5 to 1? I'm going to go with the nickel on the Cavs to win the East. I like this team. I don't know if they can win the title, as we were talking earlier with Paul's bet, but there's something really good about them. They're, they're young. Their defense was significant last year. It's significant again. And now they've added Donovan Mitchell. It's like the one thing they were missing last year was the guy that could put the ball in the basket to go win a game or score in the fourth quarter. They have a guy averaging 30 points a game now and still a top four defense in the NBA. I, I would go at that number, 18-1. to I'll go the Cavs to win the East. I like that. Yeah, I think so too. Better value. Donovan Mitchell, um, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, um, Karis LeVert. I mean, they've just got a really good squad. Mitchell is day-to-day right now with an ankle, but it doesn't sound like super serious. But hopefully they can all stay healthy. And at 18-1, to I love it. Cool. All right. Also, something like can't Jalen Brown, like, not defend anybody? I saw him getting getting cooked on Twitter the other day when they played the Thunder. Feels like a problem if they're going to play Donovan Mitchell in the playoff series. He he might score thirty five points a game in that matchup. So yeah, I I think the Cavs are really dangerous in the Eastern Conference. Are they going to beat Milwaukee? I don't know. Probably not. But I I like them at that number. All right, moving to the NFL for the second one. Would you rather go nickel on the Lions to restore the roar and make the playoffs at fourteen to one, or the dime on the Chargers to make the playoffs minus one fifteen? All right, like the Chargers are obviously more likely. Their schedule's light, and, you know, they probably get in as like the sixth or the seventh seed. But I, there's no way you could bet a grand on the Chargers right now and feel good about it. Their, their quarterback has been not playing well for a long time now. He's probably still banged up. They always seem to find a way to blow this. 
I've been saying for weeks, if there's a team in the NFC that could come out and, and kind of work their way back in the conversation, it's either the Lions or the Packers. Maybe it's the Commanders now too. But I, I think the Lions schedule so light. Plus, it's just more fun if the Lions do this. I, I'm going to go 14-1 to 1 on the Lions. Yes, restore the roar. It's not over yet. The Lions, uh, I'll take that right now. Fire up those yeah, I agree. Coast of the year tickets if that happens. <laughs> All the way back. Yeah. Full circle. Oh, wow. It would be so much more fun if it were the Lions to make the playoffs, but I wouldn't put 500 on that. If Mattress Mac wants to give me $1,000 to gamble with, I'll put it on the Chargers to make the playoffs at minus 115. Slide in those DMs, coward. <laughs> All He's right, living try. on social media these days, so he'll respond. Sure, he'll, he'll I'm, I'm sure it. he'll respond. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll he'll respond. I to mean, you. you got to meet I, him. I should have I should have had you put right. in a good word for me. Neat. Yeah, I mean, we walk past each other, and I say, <laughs> "Hey, Matt." Neat seems back. like a strong, <laughs> strong yeah. adjective. It was that is strong. Yeah, I didn't want to meet him also, anyway. What, what, what do I want to talk to that guy for? Loser. <laughs> <laughs> That was said with so much like just I expect disgust. that from Joe O from yeah. Joe G. It's like, oh, he actually means like this. This actually means something. Yeah, I mean, well, Joe will slap that tag on everybody. That's why right. when it comes yeah, from right. Joe G, it means a little bit yeah. more. That's right. Stings a little bit extra. Much like the sting I feel from never receiving my salsa, but I digress. Yes. Again, it was the tomato. The tomato yield was not what I expected. This year. I'm just saying, <laughs> if it was a trans, <laughs> if it was a transportation issue, you know, trains a little bit easier than a plane, you know, or shipping. If there's some extra you, left over, but you can be in the kitchen all issue. weekend. We're gonna see you on Monday, so let's go. No, but I don't have the supplies. Again, I don't have tomatoes. <laughs> the this yield, a... Aaron. The yield was yeah, suboptimal. I, Supply chain. I can't control You can stuff. find tomatoes somewhere. Maybe not at the farmer's market or wherever. Oh, yeah. But, but that throws the whole thing off. I'm not using store-bought tomatoes to make you guys salsa. Next summer, I'll, we'll, do it, we'll do it right. Oh. I don't happen this year. Market you got to wait a whole other year. This has been a long time coming. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you so could go get it. salsa if you if you guys want. I'll stop at a store and bring salsa down. <laughs> you know what? I I rebuke salsa until I get the Joe G salsa. I'm there swearing off salsa until I get the real thing. I will not do that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. That's a complete lie. I just lied to everyone. It was a blatant, blatant lie. All right. Anyway, all right. College football. Would you rather go the nickel on UNC to win the ACC at twenty to one? Typo. Typo. Yes. Two oh five. Oh, good. <laughs> two right. to one. Right. Okay. The nickel on UNC to win the ACC at plus 205, a little bit different. Or the dime on Georgia to win the CFP at minus 105. Uh, I'll go UNC. I think they could beat Clemson. I, I haven't been overly impressed with Clemson all year. Plus, I want to see Paul's Drake May 100 to 1 ticket get to New York and the, and the uh, Heisman Trophy ceremony. So, yeah, I'll bet on UNC. I think they can win that game. That feels like a shootout, and why can't they win a 31-30 game against Clemson? I'm in on UNC. I agree. I love a true underdog story. That's what UNC is. People aren't giving Drake May enough credit. Let's go. I'm on the UNC side here. I'm actually considering actually making this bet. Not Maybe not at this scale, but UNC 2-1. to one. They've got a pretty soft next. They're going to – I mean, they're locked in to the title game. So – Huh. I do. Th I'm not buying Clemson either. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, because they stink. I feel, like, I feel like no one saw my Mac Brown 
has another team on the verge of a big bowl game. Like, he's how old is Mac Brown now? It's been a long time uh, since the Texas days. 80s? God, 71. Oh, really? Ooh, sorry, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> he has not aged well. He does dangerously close to the old trend of killing people yeah. on this show. <laughs> just glanced off, glanced past it. This will be shot. Mac Brown's twenty fifth bowl game as a head coach. How is he not eighty, man? I guess once you're past seventy, you all kind of look the same. <laughs> Poor guy. But like, but like, put Pete Carroll. And Mac Brown next to each other, right? There's like a 20 year difference. That's a good point. They're the same. Pete Carroll throws aging off, though, for everybody. Like, right. Pete, Pete Carroll, Carroll looks 50, like less, younger. It's bizarre. Whatever. What is he doing? What's his secret to aging? Coaching the Seahawks. Pete Carroll? I'm sure he's got, I'm sure if you ask him, he's got 10 different things he yeah. does. He probably yeah, you know a lot of time in LA. You know what it is? Yeah. Money. Oh, well. It's having money. Always, the the age old adage of you're not ugly. I wonder you're just if poor. he smokes weed. No, he has a he has a plant based diet. That's what he credits for his his aging well. Yeah, then I'm I'm good. Out. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I like me too much. If I make it there. <laughs> yeah. Can't do. That. All right, last one. Would you rather go the nickel on Justin Fields to lead the NFL in rushing yards at thirty to one, or the dime on the Dolphins to win the AFC East at plus two twenty five? Oh man, that's this is the toughest one. I think it's the toughest one so far. I mean, we talked yesterday about the fields, um, you know, rushing prop because he's got so many per game the last few weeks, like one ten per game, and he's not that far behind Aaron. That's it's interesting. (sighs) The Dolphins already have a win over the Bills, and the Bills are winless in the AFC East. I think the better bet is the Dolphins here. I'll go Dolphins, but I do like the fields prop. Yeah, the D Gen in me wants to just do both. <laughs> like but the Justin Fields one is, is so cool too. I would love to see it. Uh, I'll do Justin Fields five hundred thirty to one. Love the number. Let's go. And you can bet both. This, we have lightning bets coming up in ten minutes. You can do whatever you want. Isn't the problem with the Fields number that he's not even the leading quarterback, or like he still has to pass even Lamar, let alone some of these running backs? But he's on pace, too. Right. Well, if he keeps having 170 Plus the game plan. Yeah. Lamar, is he – he's not putting up the same type rushing, is he? Slightly less than Justin Fields. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't be as concerned about him passing Lamar. Do you think at some point defense is just key in to stop him from running uh, with a spy? Like, and they just dare him to throw the ball? Like, we're going to take one guy out of coverage and just – For it to happen. Me too. Like we've seen this, right? Like we've seen guys yeah. burst on the scene like this, and then I don't want to say teams totally figure them out, but they limit it. You know, Mike Vick had a great run. They're you know on the field. We're talking about, but like teams eventually, they were like, we're not going to let this dude run for 150 yards with his legs. Right. And so Kaepernick. it's like Kaepernick, right? So at, at a certain point, defenses do adjust. I don't think it's going to be that Falcons defense. But it'll be interesting to see how defenses play him. And he's been making some throws. So if he keeps doing that, it'll be fun to watch. He won't obviously bad for a rushing leader bet, but. Right. Good yeah. I mean, I, Maybe. Well, as long as he loses, hopefully. Yeah. Yes. So, well lose. so your brain melted, Jake? What, what happened there? Okay. Right? So 
So, no, I'm never okay, but relative to <laughs> this. Um, so, I was, and this is my mistake for as much as I live on the internet, I, Neil deGrasse Tyson, famously of space stuff, came on my TikTok the other day. You know how people make the joke, like, you know, oh, we live in a simulation. Like, oh, somebody restart the simulation. Apparently, there's a chance that that's real and that we actually live in a simulation. And that, like the Matrix? Kind of. So the argument is that, you know how, like, we've progressed with technology into, like, VR and, like, AI and stuff that then the AI creates its own world, then that world creates their own world. And so what if we're just one of the worlds that has progressed so far that now we're creating our own worlds. So the NFL is scripted? And that we're just part of a chain. Maybe. I mean, it's the, the argument is that we're just part of a chain somewhere along the line of a code, a code or an AI. So how do we, can we break away? Can we break nope. free? Basically not. Basically already so far. But then, like. Is everything predetermined? No. Okay. But it's all still part of, like. A greater some and it, like a lot of it went over my head because they talked about like space physics and stuff, but basically the end result was yeah this is possible we might just actually be in a simulation which is just d- so dumb. Is so, this just a my, theory, yes, or is there something that leads him to think this is possible? Yeah, so like he explains it way better than I am because obviously he's infinitely smarter than I am uh, by leaps and bounds times a million, but. I just kind of cliff notes that whole thing. <laughs> it makes me feel less bad about like mushing bets. <laughs> it's like, I have no control over this. It's a simulation. Sure. I can't change that. It's just who you're predetermined to be. <laughs> right. You could still feel bad about it. You could have shot a little yeah. more. Yeah. You think at this point he could say anything? Like, if you were as smart and as respected as him, wouldn't you just say things like, like, maybe this is true, but, like, wouldn't you just say something crazy and be like, well, I mean, he said it. He's really smart. I mean, he could say anything, and I think we would kind of believe it. He might be right. I'm not not saying this is nonsense, but I wonder if he ever does that. Like, that power to just convince people, like, I know what I'm Just throw something out there. Yeah. I need to know about next summer's tomato yield is what I need to know. Come on, Neil. What do we got? I mean, that shouldn't be that hard to figure out, right? Isn't that, didn't they used to use the Farmer's Almanac to figure out the weather? I mean, that, oh. next summer's weather isn't that hard to predict, I would imagine. By the way, I saw something about like a polar vortex bubble weather sort of thing. Like it's going to be really cold yeah. coming up or something. Because I also of the warm fall. Oh. Yeah. Is it going to be as soon as December 1st? That was possible. What do I look like? The Farmer's Almanac? I to don't you? know. You're a farmer, former farmer. That's true. Facts. Let me dust off the old, the old almanac. What? Yeah. How did they? What was like the basis for that? For weather? No. The farmer's almanac. Oh, I don't like their society. No, to help farmers know what's going to happen, so they could know when to dig up the crops. But who made it? Farmers? Other farmers? By farmers for farmers? That's a good question. Who created the first farmer's almanac? Neil, I don't know. Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Neil deGrasse <Yes>. Tyson. <laughs> that's where it came from. Oh. And that's a good question. Who created the Farmer's Almanac? I mean, because now it's just like everyone knows what it is. Every, um, it's like Ken Palm for par- farmers. It, it's exactly what it is. That, that's a good way to DVOA bring it all back. for farmers. It's, yeah, it's Ken Palm and for DVOA tomatoes. for farmers. Yeah, for tomatoes. And as you found out this year, tomato, we know the yield 
was not what we expected. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck UL Daily. On the other side, lightning bets. We'll give you our best plays for tonight next, right here on the Beck UL Network.